Welcome to the Vibe Show Podcast with your boy, Kano the Don, the Vibe King. Man, we got special guests in the building. When I tell you, man, this is going to be special right here, man. This is my little brother, Big Juice, in the building. This is my real brother. I just want y'all to know that, man. Hey, it's going down. Juice, what it do, baby? What's up? Whoa, whoa, whoa. What up, man? Man, hey, you 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 on that hall? You 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 had your couple sips or what? Well, I don't know, man. I think I think moms and them may be listening and moving them. I don't know. I don't know. I think I might have had a little tin bit. I don't know. Man, <laughs> hey, I already I already know how you coming, bro. I already yeah. know how you coming, bro. You sipping on the best, baby. Nothing but the best. You know what I mean? Uh, uh, you already know how it go down, man. You already know. Man, I just want to thank you, bro. Even though you're my brother, and I don't have to thank you, but I gotta thank you, man, for uh, taking time out of your schedule, man, hanging out, doing your thing, man, to chill with us, bro. Oh man, that ain't nothing, man. You know, it's all love over on this side, man. I'm, I'm. It's a pleasure, of mine, to be on here. Now, congratulations, man. You, 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 you just had a beautiful baby girl. And I want to say congratulations on that, my little niece. You know what I'm saying? She's so adorable. Congratulations on that to you and Appreciate Candace, you and the wifey. Appreciate that, man. Appreciate that. Yeah, it's, it's 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 a joy, man. At first, I was like, whoa, 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 39 starting over. But, man, it's it's a joy. Every time I look into her eyes, it's just, just such a, a wonderful feeling to be a a dad all over again for the third time, man. Three baby, Three beautiful baby girls. Right. Hey, man, now listen, now, I, now at first, you know what I'm saying, before we dive in, man, like, were you, I know you were kind of, I know you wanted to have a boy, you know what I'm saying, and I, I, how did you feel when you found out at the, um, at the, uh, what what are those things called again, man, at, at the, the uh, revealing? You're talking about, you're talking the about, oh, you're talking about the gender reveal? Yeah, or? like, like, how did you feel when you found out that you were having yet another girl? Oh man, it was it it, it was tough, bro. Because for whatever reason, you know, God is is just rules everything. But at the same time, when you just got that feeling that you just know, and I mean, we may have had probably I mean I don't know the exact amount, but we probably had roughly seventy seventy five people that that came over and we did the you know the whole fireworks thing with the if it come out pink, it's a girl, you know, blue is a boy or whatever. And when that pink came out, it was just like, uh, man, it's like, <laughs> oh, it, it was rough. I ain't gonna lie, everybody, if you like, everybody was recording, of course, but right. you could just see it, the whole side. We were outside, but it felt like you were inside because you could just hear all the sides because everybody just thought that it was a boy. So right. it, 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 was, it was crazy. But I, I actually had, I had my truck, I had somebody blocked in. And so I had to move my truck or whatever to let them out. So I woo side in there. So when I got out of there, I think it, it started hitting me again or whatever. And then we having another girl, man. I know, cause look, we had just talked. We had just talked before that, and you was like, man, I, you know what I'm saying? I want to have me a little man. You know what I'm saying? I was like, man, look, just you know, you know me, man. Just try to be positive, man. I already know, you know, you go, you go, you know, he gonna bless you with it, man. And you know, yada 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 or whatever. And man, it was just like, man, all right, here we go. Now we gotta know. Now we gotta put on that that extra armor, man, with them girls. You already know. 
Uh-huh. And then it was, like I said, too, it was just a, a little thing, uh, a little rough, too, because, you know, we had the, the results with us, but we handed it off to Candace Cousin or whatever. Right. So she she had holding on to him all that time, you know what I'm saying, and knowing what it is. And I'm like, man, she know it, and I don't even know. So oh, it man. was tough. Man, man, <clears throat> yeah. man. I tell you, man, like, how is it, though, having um having all girls, man? Because, you know, I'm kind of mixed up a little bit. You know what I'm saying, but how is it like having um, having all girls, man? It's beautiful, man. Like I say, it has its challenges, but you know, with, with having three girls, it just at the end of the day, it's still a beautiful thing because everybody got their own personalities. Caitlyn got her own personality. Of course, Re got her own personality, and then even Chloe, you know, just being right at uh, six weeks. Or whatever she kind of taking on her own little personality, so it, it you know it's 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 one of those things. It is what it is, but it I, I look at it differently. I wouldn't have it no other way. I, I love all my baby girls the same, man. Right, most definitely, man. I, I, you know we gotta we gotta go into that that bad boy mode. You know what I'm saying? When oh, you all, already know. Yeah. You already know what time it is. If people already be telling them, I know you got a gun, but you need to go get you some more, man. Cause adding on another girl, boy, it's just tough. Yeah, most definitely, man. It, it it most definitely is, man. Now, um, okay, so let's go ahead on and and uh, we gonna we gonna go ahead and get out off into it, man. Um, if you 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 were working, right? Mm-hmm. And um, what? First of all, you know you are independent. You are soul mm-hmm. independent, and what I wanted to know was what what transpired to the point to where you've been working all of those years what took place in your mind and made you want to say you know what i'm tired of i'm tired of working for people i want to start my own business what 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 motivated you and inspired you to want to do that yeah, it's kind of a stew pot of things, man. Just taking it back to, you know, how we grew up with dad, him being so spiritual and, you know, Nisi and mom and up to a certain extent. But, you know, with dad being so spiritual, you know, we would always come up with him talking about, you know, different things. And I'll hear him talking about when God sees certain signs and this and that and the other or whatever. So, you know, just working for the company I was working for for seven years. And as the years went on, I was blessed to be making really, pretty, pretty a good, decent amount of money. But I would go look at it at the end. I had got really, really close with the owner or whatever. Right. And I would look at what I'm bringing in. And then I see the numbers where he's actually making off of me. So I'm thinking to myself, like, you know, ah, man. And then, you know, we just <laughs> always kind of had uh, being entrepreneurs uh, bl- pumping through our blood just right. anyway, just off the strength of that Absolutely. on his own business. And, you know, my daddy owned his own business. So they just run all through the bloodlines with just not really working for nobody. So again, just give it to not to go too too far, but just one day me and Candace was uh, getting a, a a manicure and a pedicure or whatever, and I was waiting on her, and this guy, just random guy, I'd never seen him a day in my life or whatever, just started talking to me about trucks or whatever. Right. So I'm like, okay, okay. So you know, he's just telling me different things. So then, of course, Candace's best friend, she actually uh, her dad had owned his own truck at the time or whatever and you know when we you know go very go to various functions or whatever we, we would just be talking about it and he'll just be you know telling me about what he do and you know different things like that and then we had another 
like a family friend or whatever uh, that you know that kind of helps us out different things. Said you know Cedric, Cedric yeah, or whatever yeah, at the yeah. time was uh, Mama had brought him over to do a couple of things for us or whatever. So he just out the blue, just matter of fact, I'm, I'm lying. Matter of fact, he he can, he helped us do some things, but then I took him to help me while he was washing my truck and we were just talking. And I hadn't seen him in a while. I was like, man, what you been up to? And then he was like. Um, Nothing, man. I've been on the road with, with one of my one of my guys, man. He owned a trucking company and he got three trucks. And you know, I go help him out and ride with him, and you know, do some offload and different things like that or whatever. Once he bumped the dock, and uh, I was like, oh yeah, I was like, man, you like the third or fourth person that's been talking to me about trucks or whatever, man. I right. just feel like something just telling me, you know what I'm saying, just. You know, you may need to look into this or whatever. And then, you know, he started running down numbers. You know, it's Cedric or whatever. We, we love him and he cool. But I'm thinking like, hold up. Now, he started running numbers down to me and saying, you know, my guy got three trucks and he bringing in $20,000 a week and, you know, this wow. and that. And I'm thinking to myself, man, come on, Cedric, man. You must have been drinking or something. That's what I'm thinking to myself. Right. But all the same time, you know, Cedric a pretty smart dude. So I'm like, you know, you can't never just push nobody off. Right. So, Long story short, man, I did that, and uh, when I got back home, you know, when his mama left and stuff, I talked to Candace, and I'm like, babe, you know what? It's like the third or fourth person that just randomly, just out the blue, started talking to me about trucks, and I didn't bring it up. You know what I'm saying? Right. So I'm like, I think I'm going to start looking to, to this. So what I did, I backtracked. I hollered at uh, Candace's uh, uh, best friend dad again, and I was like, let me just go take me. I asked him, could I ride with him? So I, I went road, jumped on his truck with him for two days, and, you know, just kind of get the feel of it or what it was, you know what I'm saying? Right. And so I went back home, and then me and Candace, we prayed about it, and she was like, babe, at that point, I was like, man, look, I'm going to quit my job. You know what I'm saying? Right. And she like, no, babe, you need to put your two weeks notice in. Do it the right way. I know you don't, you know, don't like, you know, you don't really like the job no more. It's good money, but you don't really like it. You know what right. I'm saying? I'm like, babe, look, I'm tired of making this dude rich. And I'm running numbers to her like, this is where, where we can be sitting. You know right. what I'm saying? Absolutely. So, so, and you know, just long story short, man, we prayed about it and, Man, I signed up for this uh, trucking company that her best friend dad told me about. And I ain't looked back since, man. I did that, put my two weeks notice in. Two weeks later, I took one I took one week off. And next week later, man, I was in trucking school, did that for 18 days straight in the city. Of, uh, you know, I was in the same city or whatever. And then I went out on a road for like five and a half weeks. And, man, I ain't looked back since, bro. And they've just been wow. blessed ever since. So was, so was like the transition of stepping away from you know, working for somebody and having a check coming in, like, was that was that an easy transition for you, though? Well, I'll say, I, I, what, what I will say, bro, like I said, it always just goes back to the Lord, man. We was just super blessed because Candace was, was blessed to be in a good position with her job because first coming in, when you're going to trucking school, you're not making a lot of money. You see, and we had right. some savings. You know, we had a little savings or whatever, nothing too, too big. But, you know, we're having a savings, that help, and then Candace making good money, that helped to keep us afloat. You see what I'm saying? And so the whole time I was out on the road, you know, my checks would get direct deposited into our joint account we had. You know, she'll do whatever, but the money she was making was able to basically keep us afloat so we wouldn't really just miss a beat. You see what I'm saying? So that that, kind of helped with the transition with her being blessed with where she was working and the money she was making. And that, again, helped to keep us afloat. Wow, man. Mm-hmm. So, like, but, but, like, 
you know, you know how you be accustomed to something for so long, mm-hmm. but to just step out there, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, because everything is solely based on if you, you're basically your hustle. Yeah, it, it it is. And like I said, basically, I was stepping out on faith, bro, because I had never done it. You know what I'm saying? And I'm not gonna say I'm sure we'll get into more, but I ain't gonna sit and act like it just always peachy cream. You know, it's been there times to where, you know, you had twenty, thirty thousand dollars worth of repairs on your trucks and stuff like that, stuff you don't even look for, you know what I'm saying? Or no. Right. You see what I'm saying? That just hits you out the blue. So that throw you for a loop, you know, just you know, just having that type of money you gotta kick out to keep your trucks running and stuff, you know what I'm saying? Absolutely. So that's another thing too, like so when you started off, did you did you start it off with was was the whole vision um with doing big rigs or or uh, how how did it how did it start off as far as like with the trucking uh getting into the trucking industry? Honestly, let me take you back a little bit because I I was glad you said that. Honestly what happened, there used to be a guy who used to cut my hair, Irving or whatever, Irving, Texas, and then he actually now he owns like a, a fish joint, some of the best fish you ever had in the uh, in the city. Snap his catfish if anybody's uh listening in Dallas, Texas. But um before I went out on the road, bro, this is and this why I say this is God as well. Before I went on the road, I'm like, man, let me give me some of this fish or whatever. And so me and Candace went to to go talk to him. Now my whole vision was always that I wanted to own multiple eighteen, you know, the the, the you know the tractor trailers or whatever eighteen wheelers. Right. So and that was my vision, just out the gate, you know, before I even started trucking school. I knew I was gonna work for them for a little bit, get them their year, and then I was gonna want to jump full fledged. I was gonna buy me some trucks. So right. just show you too why why I know I'm blessed to have an awesome wife too because. We, you know, we back to the fish store, so we went to go eat, sitting down, and so he would help his customers, and he came and sat down, we talked about an hour, and we was talking about, you know, I was telling him what I'm getting ready to do, and he was like, Dre, man, you know what, I mean, like, that's lovely, you got to do that, man, but I, I want to look into this myself, I don't know much about it, but somebody was telling me about these box trucks, man, that's running for the different furniture companies right. or whatever, and they making pretty good money, man. They, you know, you making two thousand, twenty five, three thousand dollars a week. You know what I'm wow. saying? It's like you kicking the driver down, so you basically pay your fuel. You know, you pocketing sixteen, seventeen hundred dollars or more. You know what I'm saying? Right, so I'm absolutely. like, dang, you know? Right. So again, my vision has always been the eighteen wheelers. Right. So I never really just know nothing about no box trucks or nothing like that. So. Long story short, I just kind of dumbed it down a little bit. So, you know, I'm I'm in trucking school. I'm out on the road. So Candace incorporated the, the Gibson's Express. She incorporated that while I was on the road. You know what I'm saying? All along, I'm asleep. When I'm not driving, I was asleep sometimes. She'll, I'll wake up to my phone. She got different box trucks on. Because at this point, well, I, mean, I skipped over a little bit. But at this point, we like... We gonna go to box truck route until the big trucks come. You see what right, I'm saying? Right. So okay. she's sending me different, uh, you know, 26 foot box trucks with lift gates and 24 foot box trucks and Gahinos and different things like that. You know. So long story short, we got blessed to where we got contracts with uh, furniture. It's Nebraska Furniture Mart. They had a big company. Uh, uh, Warren Buffett is one of the people that's over us out here. Uh, out here, it's not in Dallas, but it's like in the Louisville area. Big old, big thing, man. Some one of the biggest furniture stores you ever want to see in your life. They got everything. They basically, basically like a Best Buy 
but they sell furniture too, and that's what they wanted to corner the market to where basically like a Walmart or the furniture world, but you got your anywhere from your beach to to you know China cabinets to everything. It just it was beautiful. So anyway, we ended up getting the two box trucks on with that, and you kind of know the story on that too. You know how you know we went through a lot of different employees, and you know the money was real good. You know what I'm saying? Right. And the um, the money was real good or whatever, but you know just kind of working that furniture thing can be kind of tough, you know, because everybody ain't, ain't 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 cut out for that. You see what right. I'm saying? Were you actually so driving? Kinda, um, were you driving the trucks yourself? Or? Well, at that point, at that point, when I actually got the box trucks, I had ended up getting two box trucks. But you know, I was still driving for this company. You see right. what I'm saying? I was still a company driver. At that point, I didn't own no 18 wheelers yet. Right. And, you know, I still was driving for the company, but I had the two box trucks. But it was just funny because whenever I'm in town and I go out there to the box trucks, everything seems to go pretty good. We're not getting no claims. Everybody's showing up for time on work. But whenever I'm out of town with the with the 18 wheeler driver for the company, I'm getting calls from the people with my contract with telling me that, man, you guys supposed to be here at 515, it's 615, 630, nobody's here yet. You know what I'm saying? These type of things you were running into. So I figured it out. They feel like they can do whatever they want to do when I'm not around. But when I'm there, then y'all, you know, y'all at attention, basically. They're not saying that I'm, I'm not no type of person. Oh, you better do this. But I'm just saying that's how they were when I'm not in town. You know what I'm saying? Right. Y'all do whatever you want to do. But when I'm in town, you know, you do everything the right way. Right. So it just kind of got to a problem. Then you you remember when you were down for the, at one of the times we when we first bought the house, got to hide the house warming, and I'm two hours in there because I'm on with the insurance company because this guy then took one of my trucks and then ran into somebody Escalade and a Chevron. Instead of going around, you know, he trying to cut through and then clip somebody Escalade. So now I'm dealing with this. You see what I'm saying? Right, so right. it just can... It just started off again, so just kind of go back to your point. I'm just trying to give them the kind of brief synopsis of what was going on, but um, that's kind of how I started with the 18 wheelers or whatever. And so I ended up working for that company for a year and a half, and I and I kind of wanted to do it because you know we, we was in the process of buying a house and you know different other little things, and you need to be in business for at least two years, have two uh, have two years of being in business before you can actually use your tax returns for. Right you know, a purchase of something. So that's why I had to pretty much stay with them longer than I wanted to, to make sure everything went through with the house so we can, you know, get all that stuff done. And so at that point I knew then once I got the house and all of that, I was like, I need to go ahead and step out on faith and grab my own truck. I learned the business and I want to do it the right way. But some people just think, Oh, you had the money. You can go buy a truck and that's, that's fine. But what well, going back to the guy who I went on his truck with, he told me, Dre, now what if one of these guys take your truck up to New York or something and they stop in there? Yeah, you could you own them and you own the truck, but if you have to go take a flight or whatever and go somewhere and drive and pick up your truck, you don't know the first thing to do is driving. Absolutely. And that always that always stuck with me, you know what I'm saying? And so right. that's why I always wanted to go to trucking school, drive for somebody, let the mistakes happen in their truck, learn on their time. You see what I'm saying? Right. And then that's when I was like, I'm gonna step out on faith and get my own trucking in. That's what I did, started with the trucking, and then having a look back since, man. Man, I just think that that's, I just think that it's absolutely amazing to just um, 
to just step away from because you know how people be conditioned and they be having the ideas and be having the visions and stuff like that or whatever but it's like actually taking the the initiative to just step out there on faith and just say like you know what i'm finna get ready to pursue this because you know how you got procrastinators out there the where you got that procrastinating spirit uh-huh. how did you how did you how, how did you you surpass the doubt like you know what if what if this all fails man like i don't walked away from my job where i was making decent money you know what i'm saying like how did you yeah. surpass that I just tell you, bro, having a good support system and having a awesome wife, bro, who always just encouraged me. You know what I'm saying? Just having that backbone. You would always hear stories everywhere in this, and you know what I'm saying having a backbone, this and that. But that's the honest God truth, bro. Because it, it was several times that I and I, you know, we've never been no quitters. But it was times like, Lord, is this the right thing for me to be doing? You know what I'm saying? Right. But. I just kept going, Brandon. At one point, I'm like, man, failure is not going to be an option. You know what I'm saying? Wow. And it took with me growing more and more in my faith because, again, you know, you have your days, and even our pastor preached that, you know, it, it's, as humans, you're gonna you're gonna go there, but you need to just snap back out of it and know. You know what I'm saying? It could be worse situations. And I look back on that job where I know it was basically I was getting over the money. I'm making them, and I'm making this, even though again it was good money. But I know that my potential, where my visions are, and what my life goals are. You know what I'm saying? Right. So we're having that strong faith, bro, and having a having an awesome wife, man, that, that just helped me going, and my mama, too. You know what I'm saying? Mama always, you know, tell me, Dre, you know, to, to keep going, and you know what I'm saying? And, you know, I always need to preach to us about stepping out on faith, and, you know, all of this or whatever. It's just all the things that I just took, things that told me over the day, over the days of coming up, you know, all those things were just playing my mind. And then I know that I want to be a, a nice provider for my family, that, it, that failure is not an option, you know. Right. So those kind of the things, like with, with faith being first, because I need to rely on faith. And my faith wasn't strong. I'm not going to sit here and say that where I'm at now, about to get ready to go in 2019, that when I started out 2013, 14, kind of going on my own, that that I that I just knew everything that was going to happen because I was basically even though I worked for that company for a year and a half I still was learning you see right. what I'm saying right so that's kind of how that was why, why do you think that why do you why, why do you think that people um with businesses and, and, and ideas and different things like that or whatever why why do you think that they fail like um you know, you understand what I'm trying to say? Like, why, yeah, why, do, you, yeah. why do you think it's, it's that they different, It's several different things. One of them, I mean, mine is going to be a little different from, say, maybe a restaurant owner or this and that, but it still all kind of go down to the basis. You, number one, you need to have some overhead. You see what I'm saying? Right. You need to have some type of overhead because you never know what type of situations are going to occur. And you could be one big tragedy away from happening from not being able to take care of, keep your business afloat. And while I take that back, for faith, of course, we know, I, I sometimes just think that you should just know that it's God's number one. So sometimes I don't want to just have to say every time God. So number one is right. off the rip is you got to have faith. But after that, number one would be you need to have some overhead, some type of savings, or maybe it'll be, I would encourage, you know, everybody having their credit different, but I would encourage you having some type of line of business credit to where you're not touching none of your personal savings, none of your personal money, none of that. Everything should just be strictly for whatever your business is coming from, your business account. Right. So 
that's that's kind of how that was for me. So that that's the main key to me to keeping afloat. Because again, just I use an example for me, like. You know, I kind of thought maybe four or five thousand over the course of maybe you know seven, eight, nine months, maybe even a year. But one you know, thing instance happened to my truck to where I had to have come out of the pocket for almost twelve thousand dollars. You know wow. what I'm saying? And this is kind of right before we we're about to get married, and we still new into the house. And you know what I'm saying? Right. Still everything else normally that goes on a daily basis is running or whatever. Your daily bills that still come. So it's like you just got to be kind of prepared because I wouldn't just prepare to drop $12,000. You see what I'm saying? Right, Nobody just right. sitting there, okay, well, I'm going to have this 12000 sitting right here. Again, I thought maybe four or 5000 over the course of six or seven, eight, nine months or something like that because it's a used, you know, they trucks. Things are going to happen to them. So right. I was prepared for part of it, but again, I didn't know that. So not just kind of throwing dollar. I just want to give like a, uh, uh, let you know that some things you can't prepare for. You see what I'm saying? Right. But you got to try to be semi-ready as much as you can. So just think if we didn't have nothing, then now that truck sitting when you own your own business on if the truck ain't moving, as we say in the trucking world, if them tires ain't rolling, you ain't making no money. You see what I'm saying? Right, right. So those were the main thing. Again, just having faith and having some type of overhead. You also need to have a good support system because, again, some people that have these trucking, like me personally, I'm blessed to be home every day or whatever. My, my trucks or whatever, they stay at home on the, you know, to go over the road. But some people may go over the road and then a the wife at home, a girlfriend or whatever, they can't handle the things when you're away. So now that's tugging on you. So that's pulling you back. You see what I'm saying? So right. now you can't make the money that you could make because now you trying to worry about what's going on at home. You right. see what I'm saying? So now it takes having a good support system behind you as well because if you don't, then now you got you need to be focused on running your company. But if you focus on running your company and you got to worry about what's going back home at home, then that just throws everything off too. So that right. was kind of like the, the man's more that I can get into. But I would say fate having some overhead and having a good support system behind you, you know what I'm saying? Now, if you're single and <laughs> or whatever, then you, you Gucci or whatever. Right. But if you got a family like most people do, you know, you just need to have a, a good support system and overhead and, and keep faith in God that, you know, that, that failure is not an option for you. When you when you transitioned into from being a worker to to being a, a independent, a sole independent business owner um you know of course your time your, your your the leisure time changed as well um did 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 friends change in your life as well did the dynamics of your life change as far as like people in your life yeah, I mean, that had kind of been what it is anyway. You know, we always kind of keep our circle kind of small anyway. Cause it just is what it is, man. I, I want to hang out with people that's going places and doing things, and that's not talking down on nobody or nothing. It just is what it is. I want to hang out with like-minded people. You know, I'll still be associated with certain people, but I want to hang out with like-minded people. You know, so I want to hang out with millionaires and different people that's running their businesses and doing that, you know, church going people, you know, all that. Not saying everybody, because some people may stay at home and be blessed too. That's they all think. So I don't want to get that mission school. Like, oh, you got to be in church every Sunday or Wednesday or whatever. That's not what I'm saying. But I want to still hang out with people that's 
you know what I'm saying, into God and into church because that type of thing can rub off on you or whatever. So right. as far as friends, man, I mean, again, my, my circle kind of small anyway. You know, I have, you know, I mean, maybe three or four people that I could say that's, you know, my real friends. I don't include you in that because you're my brother. But, you know, as far as outside of blood, you know, I say three, four people or whatever. But you got to keep it kind of small because a lot of people don't understand your vision. You know what I'm saying? There's some people, they just want to work for somebody else all they like. You see what I'm saying? That's just hasn't been in my blood since I've been little. And coming up, I just always saw my vision to be bigger. I know I wanted things. We love to travel. I like nice things. I love designer stuff. And not saying what that's all about, but I like nice things. I want my family to to have everything they need and want. My kids smart in school. I'm going to spoil them. You see what I'm saying? As long as you're loving God and taking care of your business in school, I got you. So I knew my vision was bigger. But again, I know your friends sometimes they don't look at or see it how you see it. You see what I'm saying? You may break it, a, a certain situation down to them, but they don't get it. You see what I'm saying? So right. I don't want to have nobody around me to where you shoot some negativity, man. I think you probably should stay at your job and this and that. But then, because not, no, I, you're trying to hinder me from stepping out on faith. And again, blessings to everybody that, that worked for somebody. Because like I say, my wife, work for a beautiful company. She make wonderful money and blessed in a blessed situation. But me personally, I don't want to work for nobody. If, if God continue to bless me how he has and, and get more, I'll prefer being on my own. Just brief synopsis. You know how much I love my kids, man. At the time, thankful now Reed is, is with us, but at the time Reed was in Houston. So that was that commute I had to make. Like I told you, he was laughing the other day when I told you, you know, that, uh, this lady was like, man, you taking off for when I was working for the country. Like, right. you taking off just to go to field day? Right. And I'm thinking like, yes, I don't miss nothing. I don't care if it's field day, daddy, daughter, day, donuts with dad. It's only 10 minutes before they, I'm, I'm there. I ain't missing nothing with none of my kids. Right. You see what I'm saying? So even, I, I will say that too. I will, that's one thing I will say about the job I was at. They know I ain't played by my kids. So when I say I'm out, I'm out. Plus, you know, we love traveling. So, we was always gone with that too. So I would say one of the things too, just kind of transition into that, having your own business afforded me that too, because now I can take off whenever I want to, you know what I'm saying? If right. I don't want to work for a month, I don't have to. Absolutely. You see what I'm saying? Now, of course, if I don't work, I ain't get paid, but then that's where you got to be smart with your bread and put up and, and you know, have your savings and, you know, other little things, 401ks, do, do, do your wife job and, you know, other just different saving accounts. Just so many things. We can get into that too if you want to, too, but different little saving things that we have or whatever that works for us, you know, multiple, you know. But like I said, the main thing I love is that the freedom that you have, man, of being able to, you ain't nobody telling. Or if you ain't here at six o'clock, then you you know six twenty they may fire you off. Right. You know if you don't, you if you don't come up, in three yeah. consecutive days, yeah. Then you know they they mad at you and feeling got some type of air about them. You know what I'm saying? They mad at you because you didn't come in. Right. So right. just being afforded, man, to be able to pretty much take off whenever you want to, be at home just like with the baby. I was able to stay at home for two and a half, almost three weeks. You know what I'm saying? Right. And that was a beautiful thing. You know, like Christmas, I can stay off days when I want to. Or whatever. Me, I'm a hustler, so if ain't nothing popping, I'm I wanna work. You right. see what I'm saying? Absolutely. But just being being able to be able to be off when you want to, man, be with your family, travel and do all those things. That's one of the definite perks I love of, of owning my own business. Wow, man. So you no, 
let's let's uh let's let's take a little break real quick and i want to uh give you an opportunity to be able to shout out anybody that you want to shout out from family to friends business associates or whatever already man well of course i want to shout out my wife for well let me thank god first that's number one and everything but i shout out my wife candace gibson that's my baby she hold me down and i know i hadn't always been the the easiest of a husband to be with but you know i got you and, and you good for life you know what i'm saying my kids my oldest caitlin uh the second in charge Irene, and then my newest baby chloe you know what i'm saying i want to give a shout out to my mama who i love who wouldn't trade her for the world. She'll run through a brick wall for us still at this day. You know what I'm saying? We can, <laughs> like, <laughs> it, 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 I mean, when you talk about our mama. Hog, I man, hog. I know, I know everybody love their mama, and, and shout out to them, but I stand my mama next to anybody, mama, and, and then let's, let's go to war with that right there. You know what I'm saying? So I give a shout out to, of course, to her. That's my baby there, man. Like I said, it's just amazing. Just Sometimes you can just cheer up just thinking about, you know what I'm saying, how you blessed. It's funny how God put different moms with certain people, but right. I would never change. We'd have had good different women come through our life, man, but nothing never stand next to our mama. You know what I'm saying? Right. But just having that good, you know, of course, you know what I'm saying, rest in peace to, of course, to, to daddy and Medina, you know what I'm saying? Those were our rocks. You know what I'm saying? If then, of course, Nisa, them was our four. We had Mama Dia, Daddy. And our mom and Nisa, them, them was our oh my people God, Nisa, we always man. can can count on move, do, bro. Do nothing, you know what yeah, I'm saying? And move. you can kind of Nisa auntie, but you can kind of say a second mom, so to speak. Right, you know she what I'm saying? Because Nisa definitely the anchor, just, uh, man. She definitely you know, the anchor. Like, you know, some something you can't even tell mama, but you know you can tell Nisa. Nisa I, know, I, know, I know, I know, I know. So. So yeah, that that was that was something too bad that you know having DC in your corner and just having that that different angle, you know what I'm saying, was yeah. was, was just a blessing, man. Just like I said, bro, it wasn't always easy, but looking back on it, man, like sometimes I told you know we were talking about this over the years that man when we be talking to people like sometimes they stories not I mean you can relate to it because you can put us me and you in any situation. But right. they stories from where they background coming from and bless them. But man, we ain't have just like no hard life coming up like that. Hey, that's you know what real. I'm that's real though. You know, we ain't have no hard life coming up like they made our life so easy. But in the same token, they instilled the principles in us that made us the men that we are today. You see what I'm saying? Right. Hey, <laughs> you know what's crazy? That, you know what's crazy? We, today. we don't even know. Like, we were so protected from all of that stuff to the point to where we don't even really even know when you really tap in. We don't even really know the sacrifices that they were making for us to be able to be able to live that life like that. Yeah, and we know what we think we know, you know, with mama working two jobs, but I'm sure more came with that. You know, right. you know what I'm saying? And right. we thinking, okay, she working two jobs, and we know that that's tough. You know, you work to a school teacher, and you come home uh, at three thirty four, and you got to be right back at Mervis from 5 to 9. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Come back home, cook dinner, right. and be right back at it again. You know right. what I'm saying? Right. So, but you know what's crazy, that, though, bro? Never, uh, heard, never heard her complain. 
Nope. I don't think I've ever heard mama say mama, oh, I'm no, tired. Uh, no, she come drop a briefcase, grace, few papers. No, I take that back. She do what she got to do. Come on time enough, change it to her uniform. Then go to Mervis. Make sure she ain't finna leave nothing done. Mama ain't gonna never leave nothing messed up. It gotta be A1 with everything. So right. you can walk in the store at 925. They closed at 9. It's 940. She's still in there making sure all the shirts folded. Man, you ain't the never lying. Cause I'm sitting out there. Cause I'm sitting out there waiting on her to come on. <laughs> <laughs> we just saw, man, we just saw, say, man, man, come on, mama. It's we just seen all your co workers. I'm at the door. I'm, I'm trying to get in there. Know. Come on, mama. I'm trying to get to the game, man. For real. Some man. people that we know. You know what I'm saying? It's people that we know. And some people you to introduce us, they walking at that 906. She coming. 97, 915. Hey, your mama coming, baby. I'm thinking like, come on, man, it's 940. We walk in, mama's feeling that she ain't clocked out or nothing. Nothing, I'm bro. Like, mama, you she over at the gift thing. She over five. at the gift section helping to gift people uh, with the last of the gifts and stuff like. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, mama, come on, we ready to go home, man. We Damn. got something new. And she would, she would do that on Friday nights, too. So you know we had stuff popping in. Because she was cool with everybody in every department, bro. Like, bro. Yeah, I ain't gonna lie, man. It's just a blessing, man, because it's like, you know, I understand everything. I didn't understand it then why why mama was the way that she was, man, but I really understand it now, man, like, because it's like all of those attributes and everything, man, like, just really kind of spilled over, man, like, and as you Mm -hmm. get older, you understand it more, man, You, you, you more disciplined with a lot of things and then you know i was i was rebellious towards the system a lot which is why i went through some of the things that i went through in life you know what i mean which you know still with going through those things or whatever and you know developed me into the strong person that i that i am today but man i I just um man it's just we we i just really think Thank mama and, 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 you know, dear dad and niece just, you know, for the life that they provided for us, man. Yeah, it, it, it definitely was a was a blessing, bro. When you look back on it, and like I said, when you just look at other people's situations, how tough they were, and like I said, you look back on it, man, mama being a teacher. Now, back then, everybody wanted to be at our house and thought that we was balling out of control. And they remain so aware in that time frame, but I'll never know nothing about struggling. I'm sure mama was struggling, right. but we never knew that. Never, I had every single Jordan that ever came out, anything that I Lights wanted. never I, was I off, never you know was without and no food. Just a lot of people nothing, can't, a right? lot of people can't say it. And again, I don't want to sit be on, on the podcast like, oh, it's all about Jordans. I'm just, of course, you can't put your whole life story in, a, in 45 minutes or however long. Right. But I'm just bringing that up just to say that I bless we were to know that mama knew how much we love certain things and it was more me than you as far as the shoe game but right. you know we never really really wanted for nothing man when cars came like for me I had an Acro legend graduating and you know graduating high school that car again was before it's time the 92, 94 yeah, Acro most that we definitely, had my green yours was black yeah. but those was before it's time you know what I'm saying but mama knew I wanted that car and I had it. My car was better than hers. Right, you know what I'm right, saying? But she right, knew absolutely. that I wanted that car, so she made whatever she had to do to make that happen. You see what I'm saying? 
And man, again, that's, crazy, that's just the bloodline and the family that we come from. Like even our grandfather, man, you know, looking back on it, coming up, we might have thought dad had money, but if you look at it, dad didn't really have a lot of money, but we never knew that because right. anything we asked for or desired or mentioned, Christmas, you best believe, is going to be wrapped up under that under that tree. Oh, you know man. what I'm saying? Yeah, From the mopeds to the goals to, you know, come oh, on right now. Oh, man, the moped, bro. $1,200 hey. on a moped man, back hey. then, what that was. Man, man. Hey, oh, I wouldn't what? have never uh, thought baby. in a million years, bro, that we would have got a moped, bro. And, and I, I, you know, I wanted one of them things so bad, bro, and to just, for it to actually, it was like a dream, man. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And then, then you never, like you said, you know you wanted it and stuff, and it was on the one more in the city with Teddy. But at the end of the day, they, they that made it happen. To this day, I don't know how, because I know Dad ain't had no twelve hundred dollars like that, but he made it happen. You man, know what I'm saying? Bro, so that that, that, really that, that was a blessing back. too, man. Just to be able to be able to get everything that we wanted and needed. All our needs were supplied, and a lot majority of our wants were as well. You know what I'm saying? So right. I just want to just definitely give a shout out to all them four main people. There's other people that came into our lives too that you can't name everybody, and and God bless them. But them four were my dear dad, mom, and niece. Like that was just our support system. I wouldn't change it for the world because they instilled so much in it, and each one of those individuals poured so much into us individually man. that it's just it's just life life lessons, man. Like I even I look at my kids and I love them to death, but I'm thinking like y'all have no clue of the things that we came up on. You know what I'm saying? Man. Again, it wasn't hard, Seriously. but even them, they just got it so easy, man. man. Like you know, we laugh and play like the kids now. I really got. You know, iPads, and I watch both of them sitting on the on her nightstand, dead. Don't touch them, period. All things you play with an iPhone. Exactly. Got an iPhone 10 for Christmas. I still got the i7 Plus. Right. That's cracked in half. Right. Got this ass to the top to go get it fixed yet. But I'm just saying, just how they are now. You know, that's basically going back to want to own my own. You always want to. That's all we know. Like, that's all we know, man. Like, again, Christmas time, you, it's nothing less than 40, 50 gifts under the tree. And again, sometimes you may have one big gift. Some gift might be $5, it may be 10 right. 30 whatever. But every year, Christmas was going to go down. And again, that's just, again, I don't, I'm not on here saying that it's all about gift because we know Jesus is the reason for the season. But I'm just making a point to where, where we how we come up to where, just we were blessed to where they made it happen. And then I take those same principles and that's why anything my kids wanted me, I provided for them. Again, as long as they're you loving God and them grades is right, I got you. And right. that, that's my motivation for having my own company and want to work and provide and have something for them and be able to leave them something as well. Man, absolutely, man. And like, you know, at, 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 what, at what point in time did you transition into like, the importance of credit, man. Can we tap on that for a little bit? Oh, man. I got to go back to mama on that one, too. Her whole thing was, I don't care if you eat eggs and rice, make sure you at least pay your minimum payment. And we've all messed our credit up, been back up, been back down, been back up. You know what I'm saying? Been back down, been back up. But I will honestly say, bro, probably... Let's say we about to go into 2019, and I just want to keep it 100 with everybody. I honestly got serious about my credit. When I got told no a couple of times, bro, I'm making, I mean, 
I mean, crazy money, got right. crazy money to put down, right. and still being told no. You know, twelve thousand ain't enough. You need twenty thousand for that. I'm thinking to myself, like, I'm making ten times more money than you. What you? How you telling me no? <laughs> you see what I'm saying? So exactly. this time, I'm thinking that that's when it kicked in. Just being honest on keeping it one thousand. That when I was told no a couple of times, it couldn't. What you mean? I can't get this sectional. You know what I'm saying? Right, uh, right. Turn me like, down I can buy this section. I got a, I got a throw apartment, but I give it like a 75 when the one that's 100, I can't get that one. You know what I'm saying? Right. Because you're saying that this credit ain't, I'm thinking like, come on, man, I'm just getting tired of being told no. You know what I'm saying? I done ran across a few little people here and there that just kind of talked to me about credit and made it more serious. But I'd say, bro, probably 2000 and. Nine, I mean, six is when I started really looking, but 2009, 10, bro, is when I really just started getting serious about my credit. And I, I'm going to be honest, between 10 and before starting my company in 13, 14, I had some hiccups and down on the road. You right. know what I'm saying? But I just know that you have to pay your bills on time. And I tell everybody, man, look, pay your bills. If you ain't got nothing else, well, number one, pay your tithes. So let's, let's, let's bag up a little bit. That's one thing. I've been a faithful tither, which I'll say I've been paying my tithes off and on for years. But me and my wife have been faithful tithers since 2012, 13. You right. see what I'm saying? When I mean faithful, not skipping a beat. You see what I'm saying? Wow. And that's just been a super blessing. Because I never, you know, back with us, you know, I'd be back in the day, mama putting 140 here, 100 here, 160, sometimes 200 or 100. And most of the time, I'm thinking like, Man, I could have bought some shoes with that. You know everything from right, me. Right, right, right. Shoes, but I'm thinking like, man, I could have bought some shoes with that. Why she putting a hundred dollars? Just giving ten or five. Right, you know what I'm right, saying? right, right. But then notice that you know she putting ten percent in, or sometimes Mama go above and beyond with her ties. But now I know that's first thing me and Candace do now is pay our ties before we do anything. Then you pay your bills and what's left. If you got something left, dump that in savings. And then you keep it moving until you get your next. You see what I'm saying? So that's kind of how that was for for me, bro. Like I say, 2009, you know what I'm saying? And then, you know, 10, like I say, but 10 through 14, you know, still had some bumps and hiccups because, you know, different things will fall that some was in your control, some wasn't. You see right, what I'm saying? Right. But that, that was kind of when I just really got serious about it and knowing how important the credit because now you can walk in somewhere and, you don't even need your cash. You know what I'm saying? Right. You absolutely. got your credit, your credit right. You can get whatever you want. You know what I'm saying? And that's why, you know, we, that's a, a beautiful feeling too, man. Ain't nothing worse than, you know, you got money in savings or in your account or you making good money. You blessed to be in a good position financially and you walk in a place or, or a car lot or a truck lot or wherever, or furniture, whatever. You know what I'm saying? Right. And somebody tell you no. Like that, that's the worst feeling ever, man. You know what I'm saying? Right. And you feel like a, like a, like a, like a, God, excuse me, you feel like an F up, so to speak, right. sometimes. It's like, damn, man, like I can't even get this, I can't get that. And that's, that's a bad feeling, man, when you try to get something and you can't. You know what I'm saying? Right. So that's, that's just kind of what that is right there, man. If you, um, Man, we would need we would need absolutely. Yeah, that's why I we said would need I'm, I'm like to come week. back on a couple yeah, more times. Yeah, man, you gonna have to, man. <laughs> and literally, I could do a, your podcast probably for January through 
uh, December, man, yeah, 2019. Yeah, we, we still, still got a lot of stuff that we the, need to touch on, bless, man. Like, you know what I'm the saying? people with everything that, that I would love for them to know, man. Because sometimes you, I know it's a lot of people that's probably on here just like, wow, man, that's what's up. And even they didn't know that or they maybe knew right, it. You know right, what I'm saying? Or right, just, right. you know, most people gonna, not going to keep it real. You know, and I know you do celebrities and stuff. I'm not saying they keep it real or not. I don't know them like that, but... You know, everything with me and you, you know everything about me pretty much anyway. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Man, I I just, I want you to, um, if you could drop some jewels on anybody, man, anybody that was thinking about starting their own business, stepping out their own faith, man, um, walking away from their jobs and trying to... um, follow follow their dreams or whatever man if you could tell them people anything right now man what would you tell them i would tell them number one of course you already touched on is is you step out on faith but you gotta find your niche like for me don't just say oh man i feel like he's making a bunch of money in this trucker thing because i'll be honest i've seen guys come and go you know what i'm saying again i've had my instances where i wanted to give it a man for to sell these trucks and i'm done you know what i'm saying right but I feel like this is my call. I can help other people do everything. You know what I'm saying? So this is what's this is my lane that's working for me. You know what I'm saying? Right. You got clothing, the podcast, and music, and everything. That that's your lane. You see what I'm saying? Right. You got to find what works for you, and then study it. Don't just like I ain't just say I'm gonna go in the truck it. And then I ain't do nothing. That's why I say some people, they had a bread to go into trucking, but you can't just go buy a truck and you don't know nothing about trucks. How, right. like that, how is that going to help you? Right. You so actually you actually got I, your CDLs, went to took the classes. That's why I got my CDL, and, went to trucking yeah, school, yeah, went out yeah. on the road. I get it. Away from my family. I get and it. And you know what I'm saying? And and, and learn the business. So I, I And I still learn things to this day, but I knew the briefness and the, some of the main Things that go in that stew pot uh, to what will make this trucking company stay afloat. Right. You see what I'm saying? And then work toward you turning a profit and you making a nice living for yourself. Absolutely. So that's what I would say. Find what you love. Research it. I research trucks. I research 20, 30 different trucking schools. You see what I'm saying? Right. I research, okay, if I work for them for a year, then where would this put me? And then where I want to be here? Write down a business plan, man. It's not most people hear business plans, they think it's cliche. No, write down a business plan. And you might not stick to it to the T, but at least you can look back on it and be like, dang, I had this, I had that, this, that, and the other. And then you try to keep moving with that. You see what I'm saying? Right. But you got to have some type of thing that you know that you can try to succeed in because again you're gonna have some failures and again when that first door that's what ha- happens for some people too when you're on your own business like you with that with the, when, you, when you're going business you are that first door get closed down on you so right. some people take that oh this ain't for me this wasn't God was telling no you can't just sit there and say they could very be for certain people but you can't just see oh this door was closed I, I'm gonna just give up on right, whatever right. it is that I'm about to go for you can't do that you got to stick with it until you exhausted every mean, and then you sit back and reevaluate. Okay, well, Lord, this, is this what you're telling me I need to be doing? You see what I'm saying? Right. And then mm-hmm. just go from there. So I tell everybody find something that you would think that you love. You see what I'm saying? Research it as much as you can. Ask questions to different people. I ask questions to different people who was in truck, and I ask at truck stops. Ask different guys, see different companies. Hey man, you mind what do what this company with? What that company with? What they do? You know, say how much they pay? How long you be out on the road? 
how long you be home? What's your home time? What's your job? You're on a 34-hour reset. You're home for the weekend. What if you need to be back home for your child's graduation? Do they have a problem? You see what I'm saying? You got to ask all these questions out the gate. Don't start working for the company. Then, oh, it's Christmas time. Now you want to be home. And then they tell you, no, you got to stay out for three weeks. Right. Now you need to find out, ask all these questions up front because the first company you seek out might not be for you. Then some people... You just got to work. Everybody ain't made up to have their own company. You see right, what I'm saying? Right. It just is what it is. Everybody's not made up to have their own company. So you got to, again, just find what your niche is to see what works for you. And I honestly, in God, honest to God, feel like this was my calling to be in trucking because of how it has working. Again, it's, I've had my up, a lot of downs. But I've had way more ups than downs, but you got to know how to balance it out. And again, having that good support system with you. You see what I'm saying? Which I use a, 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 a little something right here, do having Chloe, the new baby. Like having, for instance, for me, once I did go back to work, you know, I take Rita to school or pick her up. But then uh, my mother-in-law will come over and help us. Mama come over for two, three days, take Rita, drop Rita off from school or do whatever she needs to do to go to run to the store. So that's why I say, having that support system in, in play helps because sometimes, you know, I can work two hours and come home if I want to, but of course, is that making me a lot of money? No. Right. But if mama drop her for me, I can go run early in the morning and then stay out as long as I want to. You see what I'm saying? If I ain't right. got to worry about picking Ari up from school or dropping her off, so mama come do that or Miss Thomas come to do that, my mother-in-law. So, Again, like I said, you got to have a support system. Man, everybody's not blessed to be in that position, but if you do have a good support system, man, you definitely need to keep thanking God for that because having Mama and Miss Thomas and Candace holding it down with Chloe at home is just such a blessing, bro. Like real talk. Wow, man, man, Juice, bro. I wanna, uh, man. I just wanna just thank you again, man. Like I say, man, it's just never enough time. To be able to cover know, everything, man. Talking to you, man. It's just, it's, it's just not enough I know, time. I feel, man. I feel like it's so much that I had to cut you. I feel like it's so much that we didn't, didn't even cover. You know right, what I'm saying? But right. you know, I'm kind of want to. You know, I love. Well, let me just tell you, bro. I'm proud of you to where I seen you built this thing up. So just 2019 is just not. You didn't just see no bunch of stuff flashing on Canada Done 2975 page, man. This is a thing that you grind it day and night, working your job, coming home, putting your blood, sweat, and tears in this. I just want to tell you, as your little brother, that I'm super proud of you, bro. Man. You have always been my role model based on even all the ups and downs you've had in your life. I've always looked up to you, and I appreciate the things that you've been still with me, going to war with me, teaching me how to be a man, because again, I'm not going to talk down on my daddy because you know my daddy was there for me financially but basically men wise you and dad is what I've really had wow. you see what I'm saying right. so for I, I just want to tell you I know I tell you all the time but just being on here and putting it out to the masses man I just really appreciate everything that you've done for me over the years and the wisdom and the guidance that you did and again you know I know you there for me right or wrong but you always gonna tell me the right thing to do you know what I'm saying which right. again with anybody you tell somebody the right thing and that's what you need you know I'm putting that out there because that kind of goes along with the business too don't surround yourself with a bunch of yes men and the yes women you need people around you who gonna tell you when you are wrong and also 
you okay you may have your difference with them but put that aside then right. okay you come back to the drawing board because they may be telling you something that can save your life or they may be telling you something to stop you from or who knows that God is not sending that through them and bringing it through you because right. you do know that you get certain visions from other people. Right. You see what I'm saying? Right. Even going back to Nisa back in the day, you know, I'm mad and pissed off because I couldn't get this job and that. And Nisa tell me, Dre, no, don't worry about that. That job wasn't for you. The Lord is putting you in a better position. Then, bam, two weeks later, become a job making more than what I was making <laughs> and in a better you. position, a better right. schedule. Right. You see what I'm saying? Exactly. So, exactly. these is why you got to have people that can tell you right for wrong in your corner, not people that's just going to tell you what you want to hear. You right. see what I'm saying? So that's another thing I just, again, want to tell you that I'm, I'm thankful for and that I'm just super proud of you, bro. Again, some people may look and see the, the biggest names on here that you're going to interview, but at the end of the day, I honestly, my personal opinion, I don't even think that's what it's all about. It's all about what I love about your podcast. Like most you see, they just talk about rap, this, rap, that. I love that the diversity of yours, you got ministers on here, you got me on in the uh, trucking company and going into party businesses and all these different things. And then you got your rappers on here and, you know, you got lawyers, you know, different right. people. And that's what I love a podcast. Not saying it because you're my brother, but that's what I want to watch. Like, I'll use a breakfast club. Like, I think they diverse. You can be... We don't get into the individuality of each person, but I'm just saying a diverse, uh, they may have... Uh, uh, a doctor on or right, a lawyer right. or, you know what I'm saying an entertainer or a movie personality whatever and that's right. what I love about your show and I'm looking forward to 2019 because of all the diversity that you have within your show man so I just want to tell you that I'm, I'm super proud of you brother I love you to death man 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 I thank you so much man I mean that mean the world to me man I'm, I'm trying to hold these tears back man I ain't even I know lying, I bro. know I don't want to make you cry yeah, I cry man, like, to yeah, man, too, man. don't, don't do that thing, to me bro. like that man people, you know it's saying? okay it's alright to cry people I just want everybody yeah. to know that cause everybody think and you soft nah man I ain't no you just saying you need to cry on every little thing Right, but it's right. all right to shed some tears, man. I sit in my trunk sometimes and cry real talk. Right, you know man. what I'm saying? And then I in five minutes, I snap back out of it and I man up and handle my business. You something right. my wife don't even know. Right. You know what I'm saying? But it's all right to cry. And I just want to let people know that I used to think, oh, man, you soft. You cry. You're crying. And you only cry. Me, me personally, because I only cry when somebody died. Right. Right. You see what I'm saying? But nah, man, over the years, I learned myself crying with different situations because you let things out when right. you cry. Right. It's, it's kind of like when you sick and you kind of throw up or whatever. Yeah. When you throw up, you kind of feel, feel better. better. You know exactly. What I'm yeah. So, yeah. Same thing with crying. Man, Juice, man, I just, man, we running out of time, man. We, 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 go, we look, we went, we got sixty minutes. We done went, we, we almost at the extent, man. Damn it, man, I love I you so much, man. I am super proud of you, man. You are really an inspiration to me, and you already know how much I love you, man. You already know it's whatever. You already know that, man. But on the real, bro, I am so, I am so proud of you, man. You, you have become my inspiration. And and everything, man, that that I, I I look forward and look up to, man, and you motivate me, you keep me motivated and inspired in so many different ways, man. And um, I am very very proud of you as your oldest brother. I love you, man, and I want I, I I'm wishing you guys more success and more more blessings to come. And to like I say, 2019 is going to be a crazy year for us all, man. I love you so much, man, and um, you know you got to come back on the show again. 
Oh man, book me in. I'm I'm ready to come every month if I can, bro. Cause I, I feel like we ain't get to everything. I know we gotta go, but you know I love you right back, man. We'll be getting up soon, man. I I see you uh, right before Super Bowl too, before we head out. But I I see you. I'll be down in BR at the end of the month, so we'll we'll get up for you, be that. Yes, sir. Most definitely. It's the Vibe Show podcast with your boy Kano the Don, the Vibe King, and my special guest, my brother, Big Juice. We out. All right, love you one. Love you too.